to Faith on Fire, the broadcast that encourages believers to ignite the power of faith in their lives. Join us now as Pastor Vince Haney and Pastor Richard Hoyt Jr. bring the Word of God to fuel your faith. Welcome back to another new year and another edition of Faith on Fire. I am Pastor Richard Hoyt Jr. from the Community Church of God. And I'm Pastor Vince Haney from Rhema Word of Faith, the Word Church. I haven't seen you for a couple weeks. Vince, how you doing? I haven't seen you since last year. <laughs> hey, there you go. Uh, well, we just want to remind everybody, uh, Faith on Fire is back. And remember Romans 10, 17 says, Faith comes by hearing and hearing the word, by the Word of God. So you got to hear the Word of God on a consistent to get faith, and which allows your faith to grow. you got to constantly hear about the Word of God, the things of God. That allows your faith to grow. And God desires our faith to increase in Jesus' name. Well, we uh, decided to start this new year off with a subject that that's near and dear to us, faith. <laughs> and we were just talking before uh, we pressed the uh, on button about uh, Jesus said in uh, Matthew sixteen nineteen. He says, just before he said that uh, upon this rock he will build his church, and that's not a building he was referring to. He was referring to the body of Christ's people. He said, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. So stuff may come against us, but he says, if we use these keys that he's about to refer to in verse 19, he said, the gates of hell won't prevail. Yes, they will come, but they won't prevail. That means they won't win. So verse 19, he says, and I will give you... Put your name right there, Richard. I will give Richard the keys of the kingdom of heaven, and whatever Richard binds on earth will be bound in heaven, and whatever Vince looses on earth will be loosed in heaven. So we're talking about Jesus said, I'm going to give you these keys to the kingdom. And remember, Jesus came preaching the gospel, the good news of the kingdom of God, which is a kingdom from heaven but belongs to God. And now we're citizens of that kingdom. Once we get born again, remember Nicodemus, asked, and we don't have to die to become citizens of that kingdom. No, no, no. We just got to get born again. Remember Nicodemus. He said, well, how can one get born again? Does he reenter his mother's womb? And Jesus said, no, that which is born of the flesh is of the flesh, but that which is born of the spirit of the spirit. And that's, we've been born of the spirit. Our spirits are born again, renewed because we receive Jesus as Lord and savior. Cause Jesus is the door to that kingdom. <laughs> And he declared it, I am the door. So once you come in, you're in the kingdom now. Once you get born again, you're in the kingdom. And, and God wants us to live successfully in the kingdom. And again, this is where we've been conformed to this world and not transformed by the renewing our mind. The kingdom works independently of this world system. God's not dependent on the world system for the kingdom to work. And remember, he said, pray this way or in line with this. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Question. I don't think anybody in heaven is wondering how to pay their light bill. I don't think anybody in heaven is is wondering, worried about food or worried about their life and, and or have low self-esteem. 
heaven's not like that. So that's God's will. And he says, I'm going to give you some keys to unlock or to be successful in life as a kingdom citizen here on earth, because that's the desire. His kingdom will come and invade the earth, but he's going to use us. So one of the the keys, I believe, are the commands of God, not just the Ten Commands, all of God's words. Those are the keys. And and the main key or the master key, I like to refer to it as faith. Because Jesus said in Mark eleven twenty two, have faith in God. And then in Hebrews eleven six it says, Without faith it's impossible to please him, for who those who come to him must believe that he is and a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. So faith is really important to God. So I believe that's a the master key because faith, I, I like to say that faith is the currency in the kingdom. Cause remember, according to your faith, if you can believe all things are possible. So that's how the kingdom of God works. All these promises that are in the Bible, we have to lay hold to them by faith. We just got to believe them. They may not make sense, but your job is just to have faith in God. Well, see, one of the things, and we've talked about this issue before, is the reason why we need to have faith is there are things to worry about. Jesus said, do not worry. So, you know, you talk about one of the big keys being faith and that we need to have faith. So we need to have faith that Jesus knows what he's talking about, that the word of God is true. <laughs> so there are a million things to worry about. You could name all kinds of things that everybody, I mean, you can worry about Iran, you can worry about Iraq, you can worry about nukes, you can worry about all kinds of stuff in the world, and then you get closer to home, you do have, the. you can worry about your rent, you can worry about your job, you can worry about your kids, you can worry, there are a lot of things that people can worry about, but Jesus says, do not worry. So now am I going to take this key of heaven and believe God when he says, you don't need to worry because I am there with you always. You don't need to worry because all things are possible with me. You don't need to worry because I am sufficient. Now the the thing is, am I going to take this key of faith? Am I going to believe God or am I going to believe my own mind and my own worries? And again, that was another one that's another one of the keys is which keys are the commands. And one of the commands was Jesus was don't worry about your life. Right. That, do <laughs> not worry. It, yeah, that's what so now you gotta put faith in that. That he knows. Command. Yeah. See, I can say he just doesn't know what he was talking about. He didn't know my life. He didn't know all the things I'd have to worry about. You know, if Jesus would have had all the stuff to worry about that I have to worry about, he would have been worrying too. So you know that that doesn't really make hold true for me. Yes, it does. When Jesus said, do not worry, he knew you would have things in your life to worry about. He just says, put your faith in me. And you know what? And life is going to give us an opportunity to prove what that good and perfect and acceptable will of God is. And the scripture says, don't just be hearers of the word, but doers. And over in Matthew, Jesus said, he who hears these words of mine and does them, I'll liken them to a wise man who built his house on the rock. And when the winds came and the floods came and beat upon that house, it stood. That's, that's, Jesus was giving us another key. Here's the key to success. I, I like to call them the keys to the kingdom, but they're also the keys to success. And any good teacher will give you some keys. If you're taking a karate class or something, you're going to get some basic keys of defense. And, and Jesus said, I'm going to give you these keys to the kingdom, and it's going to allow you to be successful on earth like it is in heaven. But all you got to do is utilize the keys. And here's the thing about a lot of God's people. We like to think that those keys are optional. 
We don't really have to do those. We don't really have to come together and fellowship with other believers. We, re- I don't really don't have to come to Bible study. God speaks to me all the time. I don't really have to study my Bible. Scripture says study to show yourself. But I don't, he just speaks to me on GP. Well, I don't need a pastor. Well, I thought Ephesians said he gave some to be apostles, prophets, pastors, evangelists, and teachers for the equipment of the saints. No, God just talks to me direct now. So you're not using all the keys, which are the commands, to live successfully and independently of this world system. So now you're tied to the world, and now you're in sin because he said, don't be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. The only thing that's going to renew your mind is the word of God. Well, see, and the world worries. You know, to get back to what we were talking about with worry, the world worries. The world worries about everything, and and that's one of the things. That's one of the things the world does. He says, "Don't be conformed to the world. Don't worry about what you're going to eat and drink. Don't worry about all these things like everybody else does, because you have me, and so you don't need to worry." And I've given you the keys to success. I've shown you how to to be successful. And remember, God gave Joshua the key to win the city. And over in Joshua 1.8, he told Joshua, this book of the law, which refers to the word of God, he shall, he say, it shall not depart from you. That means keep it. He say, but you, but you need to meditate on it. Think about it day and night and then observe to do it. Don't just think about it as good, but now do it. He say, and then you will make your way prosperous and then you We'll have good success. Okay, and, that's another key to the kingdom, meditating and, on the word of God. And in Philippians where he says, by prayer and thanksgiving, give everything to God, and then the, the peace, peace that passes See, all understanding shall be yours. all of these are keys to success. These are the keys to the kingdom. See, I and tell people the all the time, if I said to you, hey, Vince, I'll give you $100 if you go wash my car. You what, what does everybody understand? You have to go wash my car, then I'm going to give you the $100. If I if we hear in God's word in everything with prayer and thanksgiving, give it to God, come to God, and then the peace that passes. So what what's the thing there? You have to give it to God and then the peace. You can't keep it and expect peace. You have to go to God in everything. Well, another key, first Peter five seven. Cast your cares upon the Lord. He said, Give me your cares. Cast them on for he cares for you. Well, the reason God tells you to cast them on him, because they're too heavy for you. But here's what a lot of people do. They like to cast them on the Lord, and when he, when nobody's looking, <laughs> they go back and get them. No, he says, no, you cast them on me, and you let me have them. So now, if he has them, I don't have them, so I'm not worried about that anymore. And again, that has to be learned. You have to start practicing doing that. Because our human keep... nature is to want to get them back. Right, right. Well, Our human nature is to want to worry. You have to allow your faith to grow by continually doing. you got to exercise. It's like muscles. you got to keep doing it, and you got to reprogram yourself. Okay, I gave that to God. It's just like with missing the mark. If you sin, he says in First in John 1, 9, if you confess, that's for the believer. If you confess your sin, he's faithful and just to forgive you and to cleanse you from all righteousness. So that's another key that keeps you out of condemnation because the devil will condemn you if you don't go confess it. (laughs) So you got to go to the Father because you have a right to come boldly to the throne of grace in the time of need because you're a child now, blood-bought, spirit-filled. You can go and confess that, Father, I missed the mark. 
and you're still in his good graces, and then you can move on. Now, there's therefore now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus, because you stayed in Christ Jesus, grounded and rooted and built up in him. And again, that's another one of the keys to the kingdom, knowing that you're righteous. And he who knew no sin was made sin for you, that you may become the righteousness of God. One of the keys, you got to use the keys. And a lot of Christians aren't using the keys to the kingdom. You know, we looked yesterday at, at our, or on Sunday, I guess it was now, First John um, chapter 3, verse 1. Think about the love that God has lavished on us, that we are the children of God, and this is what we are. That's what John says, and this is what we are, the children of God. We sometimes as Christians forget we are the children of God. It's almost like we're afraid that we're out on our own, that we're somehow we have to stumble through life and do the best that we can and try as hard as we can because if if we can just get through, if we can just make it, then God might love us. No, we are the children of God. We are not stumbling along alone. We are not trying the best that we can. We are not doing our best efforts. We are the children of of God. Well, see, Richard, that's why you have, it's important for the believer to meditate day and night on the Word of God. If that's right in front of me, like a mirror, and I'm constantly looking into the Word of God, meditating on it, that's what I'm going to start believing. And you're going to always move towards your most dominant thought. So, And if my most dominant thoughts are the Word of God, that's what I'm going to move towards. And if my most dominant thoughts are the worries and cares of this world, well, I'm going to move towards that way too. Well, so, see, that's Philippians four eight. Whatever's think good, on whatever's these pure, yeah. whatever's true, whatever's noble, whatever is excellent or praiseworthy, think on these things. Because if you, it, it works with everything. If you just think about the negative parts of a particular person, pretty soon you won't like them. If you mm-hmm. just think about the negative things about a group of people, pretty mm-hmm. soon you won't like them. And whether that's people or things or whatever it is, if all you think about is the negative, pretty soon you won't like it, and pretty soon you can get depressed. I mean, if you just think about the negative aspects of your life, I'm I'm 55. You're you're creeping up on it. <laughs> you know, you don't see as good as you used to. You don't run as fast as you used to. You don't do a lot of things the way you used to. And if you just sit around thinking about that, man, the good old days when I could see 2020 or the good old days when my hearing was excellent or the good old days when I could run all day and now I have trouble running, you know, mm-hmm. half a mile. I mean, we can just sit around and think about those kind of things in our own life and pretty soon we're so depressed, so so down. Life just loses its enthusiasm. Life just loses its fun. I was talking to somebody just a couple weeks ago. You go to the park or you go anywhere with a little kid. Man, they notice everything. See that little book. See that little flower. See that. See that. See that. As adults, we get so jaded, we walk by all that stuff we don't even notice anymore. And life loses so much of its enthusiasm. Life loses so much of its fun and enjoyment for people as they get older. And a lot of that is because they're thinking about negative stuff. They're walking through the park. And instead of seeing the flowers, instead of seeing the birds, instead of seeing whatever it is that's around them, they're thinking about, man, I got to go to work tomorrow. Oh, man, I don't want to go to work tomorrow. I don't like that job. I don't like the people that I work with. Or they're thinking about some bill. And they're because of the negative things in their mind, they can't see the beauty 
around them. Well, and, and again, that's why the scripture tells us what to think on, because thoughts are things. Thoughts are really things. So, and they're going to move you in that direction. So it, it's just better to think on the word of God and, the, and some of the keys he's given us to success. He says over in Psalms one, you know, meditate, uh, on the word day and night, you shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of living waters whose bring forth its fruit in its season, whose leaf shall not wither and whatsoever you do shall prosper. He said, that's for the person that's thinking on the word of God. And again, the word of God, the commands are found in the word and, and the keys to success. They're all in the word of God. And with people, just especially Christians, if we do what the scripture says over in Mark, about not allowing the seed to land on good ground of our hearts and not allowing the cares of this world, the deceitfulness of riches and other things to creep in and choke the word that it becomes unfruitful. You have to be mindful. Not That's why I'm always mindful, especially about politics and all that and stuff of the world, because I know I'm a citizen of the kingdom, first and foremost, because I'm blood-bought. I've been bought with the precious blood of Jesus. And over in First Peter, it says, I've been born again, not by corruptible seed, but incorruptible seed by the word of God. So I need to stay connected to the word of God. And the scripture says in John, in the beginning was the word and the word was God. So if the word was God and I've been born again by the word of God, I need to stay connected to the word because Jesus said it too. I'm the vine, you're the branch. So we have to be mindful, not, and that's how deceptive the enemy is. He'll make you start focusing on these things that's happening in the world. And then you'll get all caught up in that. And God says, no, keep your mind fixed and focused on kingdom. <laughs> I, I know people that are Christians. Oh, yeah, I know a lot of them, too. <laughs> that'll watch the news, whether yeah. that's Fox or MSNBC or whatever it is, 10, 12 hours a day, and read their Bible maybe for a minute, if at all, because what is most important, what they're wrapped up in, what they think is really driving everything is the news and what's happening in our country Am I advocating that nobody knows anything? No. Should you know what's going on? Yes. But where are you putting all your time and effort? If all your time and effort and energy is if is Fox or MSNBC or whatever it is that you're watching, you're probably not going to hear the word of God. Yeah, and it is okay to know what's going on in the world because that gives the spirit field and the mature Christian uh, ideal of how to pray. Now I know how to pray into that. When I'm watching the news, usually right after the segment, I start praying for whatever it is, whatever I saw the family that was in a tragedy or whatever happened in the world, because that's what we're supposed to do. We're supposed to be, that's another one of the keys to the kingdom, prayer. (laughs) Another one of the keys. Remember, the fervent, effective prayer of the righteous availeth much. So that's another one of the keys. So he didn't say worry about it. He said just pray about it. Pray into it. Bind it. Whatever you allow on earth will be allowed in heaven. So we have to apply the principles, or or the the keys to the the, the keys to the kingdom are the principles of the kingdom. We have to apply them here on earth because heaven's got our back. Again, he said, whatever you bind on earth is bound in heaven. Whatever you loose on earth is going to be loosed out of heaven. And we, since we're children of God, remember. Over in John, you just refer, referenced the scripture earlier in First John or Third John. First John three one. But over in John, regular John, I call it. He says, "As many as received him, he gave them the right or the authority to become children of God." 
So right or authority means I have what he has. The scripture says we're heirs with God and joint heirs with Christ. Well, everything God has, I have if I'm an heir with him. Everything Jesus have, I have if I'm a joint heir with him. That's what an heir means. We we inherit. We we have the same it was equal. It's fifty fifty. So you have to understand that and don't think there's something called false humility in the body of Christ. People, oh, I'm not worthy. You're right, not in your own self, but Jesus made you worthy. Remember, he who knew no sin was made sin for you, that you may become. So go ahead and step into your righteousness and stay in that. That's the position we're in. You have to stay there, and then you can get some stuff done. Again, uh, yeah, we can't get wrapped up into the world stuff. We got to stay in faith, and faith is believing what God said and acting on what God said and utilizing the principles or the keys that he's given us to have a successful life independent of this world system, this Babylonian system, because it's crumbling. We're seeing it crumbling. That's why a lot of people are complaining, but it's crumbling. But the kingdom endures how long? Forever. (laughs) So a lot of people are putting their faith in the Babylonian system. He says, no, 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 no. Well, this world's going to fade away. This world's going to fade away. It's not going to last forever. Right, so why are you putting faith in it? And whether that's you die and go home with him or (laughs) the world actually comes to an end, either way, it's not going to last. But we got all these Christians putting faith in that. And Jesus said, no, put your faith in God. Put your faith in the kingdom. Remember the disciples, the first ones Jesus encountered when he started his ministry, they thought he was coming to overthrow the Roman government. They had issues, too, with the Roman government, the politicians of that day. Jesus like, no, 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 I came to bring a new kingdom. This one's, and guess what? He said, this one, you can't say there it is or there it is. He said, it's inside of you. It's going to be inside of you. Remember? Oh, then Jesus said in Romans, the same spirit that raised Christ from the dead lives inside of us. Oh, that's the kingdom. It's inside of you. But you have to let it be sown in you. By faith comes by hearing hearing the word. And then let it grow up, and then you start speaking it, releasing it, decreeing it, declaring it. That's how you advance the kingdom. Whatever you bind on earth, bound in heaven. But we're not being taught that. That's why I tell Christians, stop just trying to get a feeling. Go get some learning. Jesus said, come and learn of me. (laughs) Come and learn of me. Yeah, so we have to get some learning. And that's what this broadcast is about. Again, to ignite people's faith on fire and to to encourage you and challenge you. to, to, If you're not in a good Bible teaching church, teaching about the principles of the kingdom, not just, you know, warm and fuzzy feeling, you know, find yourself one and increase in the knowledge of the Lord's will. The scripture says, know what the will of the Lord is. And and I found out a lot of Christians, man, they don't know what the will of the Lord is. They know how they've been going to church. God wants you to have joy. He wants you to have peace. He wants you to have all those things. Those are... Keys to success. <laughs> Remember, count it all joy. Okay, you told me to count. Okay, yeah, do that. Okay, so what do I get out if I count it all joy? He said, I'm going to get you through it. And that's, yes, in this world you will have trials and tribulations. Jesus told us that. And then he said over in Timothy, all who desire to live godly in Christ Jesus will be persecuted. He says, but be of good cheer. <laughs> Remember, and he said, the scripture says this, since we were speaking on faith. This is the victory that has overcome the world. Our faith. Why do you say overcome the world? He's talking about that world system that we've been planning in, but we're from another kingdom now that we're born again. But he said, this is going to be the victory that's going to overcome anything that world system can bring upon you, your faith. See, and, and here's, here's what <clears throat> people need to understand. 
If you're living a life and you feel defeated, you don't have to. If you're living a life of fear, you don't have to. If you're living a life of worry and doubt, you don't have to. We're not trying to beat people up. We're not telling people, oh, man, if you have worry in your life or you have doubt in your life or you have fear in your life that you're somehow a bad person, you're a bad Christian. What we want people to understand is they don't have to stay there. They don't have to live there. They need to realize that they are a child of God, and God wants something different and better for them than where they are if that's where they find themselves in life. Mm-hmm. So this isn't this, this isn't about beating people up. This isn't about making so don't people receive feel it that bad. Way. <laughs> this is about letting people know that you don't have to live there anymore, that you can actually have love and joy and peace and patience and kindness, all those things in your life. That's what God wants you to have. Well, just like Jesus said when he started his earthly ministry. He went into the synagogue, I believe, and he opened up the book and he, they didn't have the new Testament, obviously. So he opened up in Isaiah 61, he read, and it says, uh, the spirit of the Lord is upon me for he's anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor, to set uh, at liberty, the captives. So if anything has you captivated, that's not from the kingdom. Jesus said, that I have an anointing to set you free. And and that's what we're doing this broadcast for. It's designed to, to set people free, not to condemn. It's to convict you, to say, hey, this is who I am now. I'm born again. I've been bought with the precious blood of Jesus. I'm a child of I'm God. I'm a child of God. I'm an heir with God and a joint heir with Christ. And I want my stuff. I want everything that's all the benefits. The scripture said, Forget not all his benefits. I want everything that comes with being a child of God. And you have to, the Bible says this, the kingdom of God suffers violence and the violent take it by force. You have to take, take it, not just go up and snap. You got to take it with, with your spirit and say, that's mine. Give me that. That belongs to me because the devil's going to try to, Jesus said he comes to steal, kill, and destroy. And that's what he wants to do. He wants to steal the word. I heard it said this. And I, and I say this too, the devil don't care how much you come and hear the word as long as you don't do it or believe it. He'll let you hear it, but he just he likes to steal it real quick. But He's going to come to you and say, oh, God doesn't really love you. You're well, not really God's child. You've been too bad. You've been too evil. You've done too many different things. God doesn't really like you like like he does everybody else. you got to cast out. Another one of the keys is casting down imagination and everything that exalts itself against the knowledge of God. And that's not the truth. For God so loved the world. And that's going to do it for this uh this episode, this edition of uh, Faith on Fire, and we just want to remind you guys to keep walking by faith. In Jesus' name. If this broadcast has been a blessing to you, we ask that you consider sending a love offering to Faith on Fire, P.O. Box 7508, Chico, California, 95927, which allows this broadcast to continue in your local area. Again, that's Faith on Fire, P.O. Box 7508, Chico, California, 95927. Please join us next time on this great station for more Faith on Fire.